This call is being recorded. Hello, you guys. Welcome to episode number 29 of Soul Gap with Ash and Jazz. This is Ash. And this is Jazz. And I can't believe they're already on 29. I know, right? It's like so surreal. Yeah, it's like I know we're not going to really do anything, but it's like just knowing that like we've been doing this show for, gosh, like almost three whole months. Yeah. Wow. Three months already? Yeah. Holy cow, man. Time flies. We Especially you're having on, fun. I know. When you're having fun, it flies by. But yeah, I think we started June 20th because I remember we yeah, made the announcement, June the like, announcement on June 17th. And that's like when we really got started. And then June 20th was episode one. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> Well, did you know that today it actually falls in line with uh with the National Day of Encouragement? Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if you were aware of that. No, I wasn't. Yeah, because I was looking it up. I'm like, there's got to be like a National Day of something today. So well, it's National. It video piqued game. my interest. <laughs> it's National Video Game because I just saw Brian tweet something about National Video Game. Is it really? Oh my yeah. god. That's just me looking oh, at all man. the hashtags, like hashtags, and then he tweeted something about it being National Video Game Day. That takes me back to 1991. <laughs> Nintendo was then. on fleek. Yes, Nintendo, I had so Super funny. Mario. <laughs> you know, it's so crazy too. You know, me and my music. So I realized today I saw this one song by uh, Lazy Bone, and it was actually called. What was it called? Now I'm not going to be able to find it, but it was something about Pac-Man. <laughs> and I was like, I have to send that to uh, Brian. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we were doing that whole gif. Yeah, we were doing that whole gif-a-thon about um, Pac-Man and everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, they got married and all that. Oh, yeah, it's called Pac-Man Your Body. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. There was, like, an offshoot back in the day. I don't know if it was an offshoot on purpose of Pac-Man. Um, but it was called Bubble Bobble. Have you ever heard of that one? I just had to find that song. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you heard of that game, Bubble Bobble? I have not. Yeah, it was, like, a Nintendo game that came out after Pac-Man. And... Oh, Wow. I think I want to say right before Super Mario. Okay. But anyways, not Super Mario. It was like Mario Brothers. So yeah. Anyways, like me and my sister, we would like go back and forth, like you know, taking turns and stuff like that. And we, lo- I mean, we must have killed that cartilage to death. I mean, it surprises <laughs> me how we still have this thing. Like, <laughs> I'm wondering if it's still <laughs> operable because I'm dying to like get my hands on like the controllers and start playing the damn right. thing. Right. Yeah. And then we elevated to Sega Genesis. Yeah, then you elevate to that. <laughs> and then we went to Nintendo 64. Do you remember so- Sonic the Hedgehog? Do I remember Sonic the Hedgehog? Girl, I had that on every day <laughs> after school. I didn't do I my homework. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I would play Sonic But I was the grabbing Hedgehog. them rings, though. So. <laughs> yeah, get those rings. That and Mario. That and Mario were the best. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but we come a long way. 
as far as you video really games. Have. Now you like, got like, about, like now you have like apps and shit. And on top of that, now you got even YouTubers like dedicating their whole channel to them to playing video games. video games. Yeah, well, that's like the Twitch movement. Yeah, and it's funny because I was just watching this one channel by this guy named Vexed. He now he hasn't posted. He hasn't posted any videos since the past seven months. But the guy does like a really great breakdown on calling out people. Wow. <laughs> from YouTube. Yeah. And Twitch. And I couldn't stop laughing because some of the stuff that he has is it's not because it's not because he's purposely putting down people. Right. Because we're like assholes to put it bluntly. Because they were practically stealing from especially on Twitch. They have like this type of um mechanism where they can they can have like a certain amount of points and that can equate to to real life money that they can Dang. exchange it for, I believe. Yeah. And so this one guy, he was saying how, you know, you gotta be careful who you befriend on Twitch because you know, somebody can have like the most nicest demeanor but if they befriend you long enough and you it go again it goes back to intuition again if you don't right. use your instincts <laughs> yeah forget it like so this one guy right he was so nice he's like he's on live on twitch and he's like it's like doing this whole videotaping thing and literally his friend who he confided in who gave him his password went and <laughs> broke into his account and was taking his money like in front of his eyeballs. I was like, "Are you Damn. kidding me?" Like, yeah, like he thought he People was so straight because shady. People see straight up shady. Like, he thought he was gonna get away with, "Oh, I'm just gonna take a thousand something change." No, he was doing fifty at a time, not thinking Dang. that his his friend was gonna find out. Yeah, and the whole time he just like hacked into his whole account, and I was like, "That is just so fucked up." Like, come on, like. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I you, said, though. It's, like, all about that intuition. It's, like, yeah, if something feels off, it probably is. Yeah, definitely. But coming back to the whole, <laughs> to keep it positive, keep the vibe positive around here, um, encouragement and stuff like that, especially, especially with regards to the whole national day of encouragement. Like, I know you're a very encouraging person, Ash. So, what are your, what are your methods of encouragement? What do you typically do? I just straight up be honest and like nice to people. Like I think it just goes back to being like the nicest person in the room and like just genuine. Like I literally just said something about that, like giving genuine compliments, like open and freely, because the world has enough like hate in the and just like the ether it's like why not just make someone feel good and it has to be from a genuine place too because i think that's where people get it like twisted or confused is like if you're just gonna like you're just like oh i just want to encourage everyone but you're not doing it from like a genuine place then it's not going to be authentic or it's not going to be like the right kind of encouragement and i don't want to say there's like any right or wrong encouragement but like i always do it from like a genuine place like if i genuinely feel something good or something like positive about a person I'm gonna tell you and that's really what it's all about like I'm not just gonna go around and encourage every single person even though I tend to do that but it's like I find that like you can usually find something good about every single person that's just probably me with my rose-colored glasses on but like 
I always can find good in everyone, even though there are shitty people, but it's like, you can usually find like something good or something to encourage every single person with. And that's what I'm all about. It's like the world is enough negativity that it's like, why wouldn't you just want to encourage someone? But again, doing it from a genuine mm-hmm. place. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I was reading this article and this guy put it the best way. He said, when you're encouraging, you are instilling courage. Mm. And that's a really big, really huge <laughs> way to look at it. Because yeah. encouragement, it's not motivation. I, I know that sometimes it might sound synonymous with each other. But motivation, I believe, is more for people who are already have the drive and the need to succeed, so to speak. I don't think so. I think if you have the drive, then you don't need to be motivated. I think it depends on the circumstances, too. Like, there's some people, like, like for me, for instance, like, there's days where I find myself kind of, like, kind of lazy. Kind of lazy. Hi, Lucy. (laughs) Mascot dog. Lucy always got to be a ham in the show. Mascot. Lucy, yeah, you're so, a very good mascot. We just have to encourage her. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think, again, this goes back to, I think it depends on the circumstances. Like, there's days where I find myself, like, feeling absolutely lazy. Like, I, and maybe perhaps I have a project in front of me that I really want to do, and I'm dead set on getting it done. But I have that inclination to kind of, like, procrastinate and and be lazy i mean it's human nature we all do it now that's not to say that i'm not motivated to succeed but it's nice to have some form of a motivator to kind of like spark that whole interest again and and get me going whether that's through an encouraging word from somebody or um or watching like a youtube video and hearing hearing different stories about how uh, people, you know, all their success stories and how, you know, they were able to get through certain challenges and obstacles. So, yeah, I think it, I think it genuinely depends across or the board. Music. Or music, yeah, definitely. I mean, music for me is like, I know I probably said this before in the previous previous shows, but Music is just such a great avenue for me to visualize. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's been one of the biggest visualization tools that I've had since I was a child. And um, it even goes far beyond even the act of daydreaming, which is something that, unfortunately, I don't know if it's, um, I don't know if you could say the same thing, but I feel like sometimes daydream, even the act of daydreaming, can can be a negative like I was confronted with that as it being a negative type of thing I don't know if you had the same experience you ever heard anything like that I can see where that's coming from in the sense of like if you're just going to sit around and daydream it's kind of like how I feel about vision boards like if you're just gonna like yeah think about something and then not take action or if you're going to be like we've talked about this before but if you're one of those people that's going to be saying that I wish this would happen like the whole like just visualizing and dreaming and dreaming and dreaming but then you're not doing anything to actually make that happen or actually move the move something in the right direction like you have to take the steps even if it's small steps like if you're 
trying to do something big. It's like you don't bite an ele- you don't eat an elephant the whole elephant. You start out by biting its ear. But like, yeah, I can see where daydreaming gets like more of like that negative connotation because to me, when I think of someone that's daydreaming, like I don't really daydream that much. Like I'm more of the like if I envision something or if I like, quote unquote daydream about something, I'm going to start taking action about it. And I think that's how we did this podcast like thinking back to like when we started on June 20th it's like we we had the conversation we moved pretty quickly and that's how I am with most things that I do and it's like I'm not gonna sit around and daydream like I'd rather actually take the action or do something even if it's a small step yeah that's true um I think for me I use a combination of instinct and visualization in the form of daydreaming, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And to some people, it looks weird. <laughs> now that I'm saying that I have like a, like a weird face or anything like that, but I respect timing. That's the thing. I respect divine timing. And mm-hmm. there's times, when, the same way like the whole podcast, because we were talking about it for months. And I knew that I knew that we were even like touching on it even way back in March. And, you know, it would come up in random conversations. But given the circumstances from before, I didn't want it to pry it <laughs> and bring it to you and shove it on the table. Like, here, Ashley, let's do this. Well, yeah, because you know what? Like, like, I didn't even tell you everything that went down for a couple of months because I was exactly. still, like, processing it myself. So, yeah. So, I, and then on top of that, I wanted to be respectable of that. And then I wanted to be respectable of the timing process so i know we were very serious and we solidified back in may so i was saying to myself okay you know what right now is not the time but this new fresh time cycle is going to come and that's when we'll start it if that makes sense mm-hmm. but but you see the whole longevity of like how well it's been going it's been consistent but that's because, you know, it, it was a two-part kind of a thing. It was respecting the timing and and also um, being positive about, you know, the outcome and, and, you know, the possible avenues where it can lead the both of us as well as SoGap Gra- so as a whole. So, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was fruiting especially on your end and knowing what um knowing your potential as far as the whole podcasting thing because it's not a it's not a strange type of arena for you you're very familiar with it whereas with myself it was me coming in there you know brand new and was like okay I'm just gonna see where this where this (laughs) goes so yeah so it took a lot of trust though it did take a lot of trust and it did take a lot of optimism um yes. but yeah but it was i mean hell it's been great thus far i mean we yeah, laugh I mean, like that's like the important <laughs> no part that's the important thing too is like whenever you're gonna do something it's like because i did it myself and it's like yeah when you end like any collaboration or any relationship where it's two-parter it's like you want to make sure that it's a good match so like using yeah. the instinct like using your intuition using the instinct vibing with the person because it's like we want to take this long haul it's like we've only been doing it for 29 episodes it's only been three months so it's like long term like we want to do this forever and ever and ever 
Oh yeah. Definitely. So it's like, it's good that we're on, like, it's good that we're on the same page because I couldn't get into something if I knew that you're the type of person and I know you're not, but like other people are like this too. It's like people that are going to be like kind of half in half out, or they're like, Oh, we'll do it for like a couple episodes and then we'll drop out. Or whatever the project is. Like, it's not even podcasting. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen, too, previously. Or it's like, if you collaborate with someone, you have to make sure that you're both in it for the long haul or for, like, the longer-term vision. Because if you're not on the same page, then it's like, it's going to fall flat really quick. And for me, it's like, I know myself. I know that I can be super consistent. And I also know that this is, like, an arena. Like you said, I've been in this arena. But then I also know that I'm... I've got no qualms like being really, really consistent. So it's like, yeah, if I can do something every single day for over a year, it's like, I know that I can do this for with you for the long haul. Because I think that's the oh, other thing. Yeah. With, like encouragement is like people can get encouragement. And this is more than what I was saying at the beginning or encouragement, like just being nice to people. But it's like some people they get the encouragement and then they drop out or like what Brian said about how there's a lot of like in the podcasting world, people start something and then they don't really follow through. And I think that's also kind of touching on the whole daydreaming thing about how people will Mm -hmm. have all these fanciful visions or dreams or aspirations. And then they slowly stop, like whether that's a business endeavor, a podcast endeavor, or like a big time vision, or you just want to get in shape. Like think about how many people, say that they want to lose weight like first of the year and then like by January 30th all these people are out of the gym because I know it's like whenever I go to the gym on January 1 it's like it's popping it's happening but then by like 30 days later like that gym is empty and you know I I, man I have so much so much information about the whole gym thing I mean to each their own I know a lot of people are motivated by going mm-hmm. to the gym because they feel like they feel their best. And granted, right. that's fine too. But I feel like a lot of people are overdoing it. Just like with everything else in life. So say for instance, if, say for instance, if um, somebody wants to weight lift and stuff like that. So then they change up their whole routine because maybe perhaps they saw it from a fitness magazine that, oh, you got to change up your routine because then your muscles don't get, your muscle develops a memory and stuff like that. Now, granted, while that may be true, mm-hmm. still, hitting the gym six days a week, that's not natural. I mean, think back to the primitive times of humans and what exactly were they doing? Because you're not going to tell me that they had gyms back in the day. and Well, yeah, like in caveman, in, caveman, in caveman time, their exercise was getting firewood. Exactly. They were walking, yeah. either running, maybe, I don't know, some wild animal was coming to chase them and stuff. Like that. But they were, they were smart enough. I would think they were smart enough not to live in areas where they could potentially be a target for wild animals. But my whole point is, is that human as we progress even past beyond maybe what we should be doing we're not really evolving in a sense where we're taking things into comp into comprehension mode we're doing it because sources say so because 
things say so because professionals have done it. Or for instance, the best example is when someone mimics what somebody else do because they like the way how that other person look. But here's the thing. Not all of us are built the same. Right. So Everyone's got a different body you type. Can't... Everyone's got a different structure. Everyone's got a different like nature about them. Exactly. So it, it just kills me sometimes. And I cringe how when someone says, oh, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to I'm going to sign up at the gym. And I'm just like, Ugh. I was like, if you really, truly want to lose weight, I'm going to tell you this right now. And this is for I've done it. I know countless people have done it. Three things you got to take into consideration. One is, are you doing at least 30 minutes of cardio? Like four or five times a day. And I'm not talking about like full length type of cardio and stuff like that. Are you committing to at least 30 minutes? Whether that's walking, running, or jogging. Second thing is, what the hell are you putting in your body? Because if you're putting, if you're feeding the car with shit that's not supposed to be in there, your car is not going to run that long. No. And on top of that, there's a lot of misinformation about nutrition out there anyways to begin with. Because right. you go to the store and there's like low fat this and sugar free this. And those are the worst things to put in your body. Like most oh, of that stuff sure. is all genetically altered. And you'd be surprised like how many people are quick to pick up something because it looks healthy. But now right. it's gotten so... It's, it's gotten completely, like, masquerading around. Like, most of these foods that you see in boxes and packages, they're, like, masquerading around. Like, they're some healthy kind of shit. And they may be, they may be healthy, but it's so deceiving. And it's gotten so good lately that, that sometimes I have to do a double take when I'm looking through the ingredients. Because I'm just like, wow, they, they make it appear like this is something that's good for a child to eat, so therefore I'm gonna eat it because nothing's gonna happen to me, right? And yeah. the sad part is that everybody, when they wake up first thing in the morning, what they do, they grab something sugary to drink, whether that's juice, uh, whether that's a coffee with sugar, you know, or even if it's a coffee with creamer, creamer still has that sugar, milk still has that sugar in it. As well, what if I and do when it does, it spikes. What if I do almond milk? Am I good with almond milk in my coffee? Is it unsweetened? Yeah, it's unsweetened almond milk. Then you're good. I mean, don't overdo it. Like, just the splash is enough. Like, you don't need. You don't. No, need I'm a not whole like for it. I don't like a lot in my coffee. Like, if I don't want to just have straight yeah. black, because there's some there's some days that I will have just black, but there's some days that I want like a little bit of almond milk. That took that took actually a very long time for me to do as far as drinking black coffee, but I had to commit to it because I'm 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 like allergic to milk anyway, so I can't have any milk. All nut. I just discover too? nut milks I can have. I can have okay. the nut milks. I just discovered that I'm actually allergic to cheese too, so I can't have cheese anymore. Um, cheese yeah, I'm like not, a vegan I now. I like cheese, but like I. Cheese messes me up. I'm I'm paying more attention to like how my body reacts to certain things. And like, yeah, cheese. Like I I could do like a little bit of cheese, like very small doses, but like anything beyond like a small, like if I'm just having like a little piece with like a grape or something, like yeah. full on cheese, not good. Cause it was a thing, because they're they're blasting the hell out of that where hormones and preservatives and stuff like that. So that can't be good long term. 
No. And uh, I remember at one point, I was, like, eating it every day. But I'm suspecting that the cheese might be contributing. Well, I, I really do think it is. I think it's contributing to the fact that I have chronic cyanitis that doesn't seem to go away. And I've took out everything out of my diet already because, you, know, you know, I'm a vegetarian. But now I'm going to have to make the move to be a full-on vegan now because um, at one point I was going, you know, back and forth between vegan and and vegetarianism but i was like all right you know what maybe it's best if i just stay vegan because yeah it's gonna i'm gonna have to be very creative about what i eat where i get invited to as far as uh dinners out mm-hmm. but hell i mean long term i'm thinking about my health i'm not thinking about anything else yeah so that's what i was saying um and then another aspect too is fasting um I just started this recently, actually. I started incorporating intermittent fasting where I know we had the discussion before because we were talking about it. I don't know if we talked about it on the show or if it was offline, but you were mentioning to me how there's days where you don't, you don't eat breakfast or oh, there's days something that to that effect. Like, I don't eat breakfast and sometimes I'll skip lunch. And, like, I usually just have, like, I usually just have dinner. And, like, I eat my dinner at, like, random times, like, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. So, it's like I'm yeah, doing intermittent so, fasting without thinking about it. I do intermittent fasting for about 16 hours. Yeah, so I stopped eating at 6. I'll go to bed, like, around between 9.30 and 10. I don't eat throughout the whole day until maybe about 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Then I'll eat, like, one meal, and then that's it. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of the one meal a day. It's actually a lot better. And the reason being is, too, that you're giving your digestive tract a break, a break from working so hard. Because every time you're eating those three square meals that they always typically say, what you're doing is that you're you're progressing the aging factor of your body because now your body now has to go into overdrive. And imagine doing that for years as an adult where you're constantly eating three square meals, including snacks, because that's like the pop what popular literature tells you to do anyways. Right. Um, don't forget your snacks in between. You got to eat six meals. But yeah. that's all bullshit because the reality is, is that your body doesn't need that again it goes back to the primitive lifestyle chances are back then the earliest ancestors they weren't eating three three squares a meal they were probably just just had one maybe every other day and that was it um and more than likely and i can guarantee this they probably lived a lot longer than some of the older our older generation is is living up to like they probably went past 110 120 who knows maybe even more but when we do that we are now subjecting when we keep eating we keep eating it's like a machine like like a conveyor belt you keep feeding it you keep feeding it it's working constantly 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 so if you're not giving it a break for it to you know tell your brain to slow down and work in other areas besides your your digestive system then it it kind of robs your energy from repairing other parts into your body too. 
So right. needless to say, a lot of people, you know, are not aware of that because, you know, again, it goes back to what's popular. Like, I want to look good. I want to, I want to have a fat ass and I want a small waist. And in order for me to do that, my personal trainer told me I had to be in the gym from eight o'clock in the morning to 12 o'clock PM. <laughs> right. <laughs> Remind the fact that you got a job <laughs> and you got a family to take care of. And um, and you got to eat all this protein, and then you got to take two shakes of protein, which is hot garbage. Because let me tell you something. First of all, your body doesn't need that much protein. Right. Point blank. Your body does not need. I know people are going to probably say, well, Jazz, you know, it says that, I, you know, in order for me to gain muscle, you got to have like one gram per body weight pound in order for you to build sufficient muscle. And it's bullshit. It's bullshit because it's all propaganda for these big protein mega conglomerates to make money off of you, to make money off of the public. And of anybody that want to come after me, be be my guest. You know, again, <laughs> I invite all types of debate as long as your ass brings some good, credible sources because I ain't down with the whole, I disagree with you, but blah, 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 blah. Everything is... It's subjective until I get credible sources, and I am not convinced that, you know, this is something that the human body needs. The problem is, is that, and this goes back to science, when you overfill the body with too much protein, not only does your body have to work overtime to try to get rid of the byproducts of the protein, but now Mm -hmm. you're subjecting your kidneys to damage because now it has to go into overdrive to try to like try to break that down even further through your kidneys which causes you kidney problems later on in life who the hell wants that and who has the money you know to be able to do that and be able to take care of themselves just for the sake of trying to uh it's not gonna cut it for me anymore um you know, back in the days, I was one of those types that I wanted to look good. I worked out, I went to the gym, blah, blah, blah. I wanted, like, you know, the gorgeous athletic body and stuff like that. And everything that was plaguing Instagram back in the day. It's still plaguing Instagram today with all the fitness models. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was inclined to to want to do that all and sign me up for the next protein thing and blah, blah, blah. blah. But the truth of the matter is, is that if you're not careful and selective about what is it you're putting on your body, what are your routines? If again, it goes back to encouragement. Are you performing a self encouragement to your health, or is right. it more for vanity? That's the real question. Yeah, that's like the underlying thing with any of this. Like, it doesn't matter if it's like looking good or healthy or like whatever it is that you're doing. It all comes back to the vanity. It truly does. Um, and they always say that, like, abs are made in the kitchen. <laughs> Which, in essence, yeah, it, it is. I mean, it, it starts where your it starts where your nutrition, really. Um, yeah, a, a lot of people, again, it's all misinformation. Um, unfortunately, you know, everybody has a say-so, you know, as far as, what they think is the right thing to do for for one's health. And this is probably why I didn't go into nutrition and why I didn't go into coaching. Because although I want to be able to teach people how to take care of themselves, 
everybody is different. It's all customized. Right. Uh, I so think in, as long so as individual. Yeah. I think as long as everybody's aware of the main tenets, you know, nutrition, um, you know, are you fasting? Are you, you know, getting some type of bacteria in your life? Are you, you know, contributing so that you make sure that um, you're taking the right supplements and stuff like that? That's going to be, you know, up to the person too and where they're at in life. Because again, not everybody. Now, everybody comes from a different, a different background. We're all dealing with our own monsters, so to speak. And, um, yeah, so that's where I think encouragement really plays a big role. Um, because you're acknowledging that per- that person's potential. If you can see it and you know that it's true, speak but you know that the yeah, and you know that the person's just not trying hard enough, maybe they are waiting for that one person to tell them. And maybe that person could be you. So Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. Because it's like you never know. It's like they always say, like, oh, I'm just one person. What kind of difference can I make? But you can make a huge difference, even if it's just one-to-one. And I think a lot of times with the encouragement factor, it's like a lot of times it's just about, about like we're both empaths. So it's like, it's easy for us to feel into what people need, but it's just, honestly, it's just like holding the space for that person. And that's yeah. a lot of the times what it is. It's like, sometimes people just need to, whether it's event or let out their frustration or talk about their dreams or talk about what they want to do. And then you kind of encourage them how to make it happen or, Oh, here's some ideas of what you can do or try or being that person's cheerleader, because maybe they don't have the ability to cheerlead for themselves. And I think you got to be comfortable with pointing out the negatives too. Right. Like you have to be like, you can't just like gloss everything over. Like you want to be, truthful honest and like tell them like it is but then also kind of having that kid's glove approach of like if you can feel into that person and know that they're going through a hard time or they're like like doing their best even if they're not taking the necessary steps to actually achieve what they're talking or whining or complaining about it's like feeling into that person and being like okay they're going through something right now or they're really emotional about this so I'm gonna put on some kids gloves and still tell them like it is but I'm not gonna just like be as like harsh as I might be to myself because I can take it or to someone else that I know is going to be able to take like more of like a harsh approach and harsh isn't even the right word but like there's different ways of like giving the harsh truth for different Mm -hmm. people in different circumstances yeah for sure I mean even research proves that when a person feels encouraged you know they feel empowered so by extension you know, they're going to perform their best because they're not right. feeling that heavy weight. You know, somebody who's criticizing them or telling them that they're supposed to do it this one way. And that reminds me of micromanagement. Micromanagement, I can't even speak. Micromanagement is just like the bane of my existence. Like, especially with regards to managerial stuff like that. Because I'm just like, really? <laughs> we don't need your, like, two cents. Like, go do your work. Go away. But, um... <laughs> But that goes back but to yeah. just how everyone's different. Like, everyone does things differently. Absolutely. Which is why I sometimes, I sometimes wonder if a person is just micromanaging because they genuinely care a little too much, so it's coming out a little too, like, micromanaging. Or 
are they micromanaging because they want to be the leader so bad that they're trying to, you know, outshine or prove them to themselves and to others that they're capable of being a leader in some sense. Right. Or it could be a combination of both. I don't even know. Or it could, yeah, it depends on the person, I guess. But yeah, I mean, it, I think it definitely does con- come down to how comfortable you are with pointing out the negative to that. But I don't even think it's like negative necessarily. It's just more about the truth. Like, it's not necessarily like, cause it's, for- like it's positive or negative, yeah. but it's like it's all about just being honest with whoever it is it's kind of like like saying like it's not right or wrong but you know this is it's just facts. this is something like, that you're just, doing yeah it's straight facts like it's straight straight like truth facts right so if somebody like has the potential to be like a great boss or not even a great boss but like a great leader you know to a team but they lack, you know, in organizational skills. I mean, I I remember working for so many like managers and directors and stuff like that, and but their organizational skills sucked. And it used to like, I know they probably weren't paying attention and stuff like that because they were so inundated with responsibilities. And I get that that's that's cool, but it kind of sucked on my end because I noticed everything. Like I was so observant of how their office was maintained, how this looked, and what paperwork was sitting in the corner somewhere that wasn't getting any type of attention. Um, so in those type of instances, I think the best way to approach that is, you know, um, by telling the person that I think, you you know, you're, you'll be a great leader and stuff like that, but I think you could improve on your organizational skills. Right. And, and let's try whole- it with a different approach. That's like the whole constructive criticism, like doing it with more of like a positive approach, but then going to the heart of the matter and being like, okay, here's what's happening. Like you could really amp up your organizational skills by starting out with a positive, like, oh, you're great at yeah. XYZ. You're great at XYZ. Like I really commend you for holding all these balls in the air, but like you still want to like have, you want to like balance it out. Like you want to have the positive and more of the negative. Yeah, and I think encouragement does have like a two-part series to them because you want to you want to point out the potential and the challenging aspect of that person, but you also want to encourage some type of motivator to get them there. Not saying that you have to go overboard by, you know, doing their work or what have you, but offer a suggestion like uh, for instance like say if like my boss is like struggling with with some type of marketing thing for their organization they're not getting as much clients to you know a great organization that it deserves you can point them in direction that maybe perhaps send them an email like hey here are some reputable marketing um avenues you can go with to promote your business type of a thing now i'm not saying you have to go out there with a sign and be like okay i'm gonna start recruiting people just so you can grow the business because essentially even though you work for the business it's not your business but you do want to encourage i think a sense of uh camaraderie so to speak 
Oh my god, Lucy, stop. <laughs> Lucy wants in. Lucy wants in. I'm gonna encourage her to stop. <laughs> She's licking my hand. Lucy, we, we love you. We love your barking. We love your appearances, but you gotta cut it out. Yeah, but she gotta chill. <laughs> gotta keep that mouth shut. So seriously. So um back to what I was saying. Um I think encouragement without some form of guidance isn't encouragement at all because it's like half-assed work, in my opinion. Now, some people might be like, oh, but I don't want to go that far. Like, I don't care that much. And while that may be true, yeah, to some degree, maybe you might not want to take that extra step. But taking that extra step, like, amplifies the whole empowerment factor on itself making you look like a true leader in your own right well yeah it's also caring it's like if you do go the extra mile then it shows that you really are a caring person yeah absolutely but again it goes back to intuition and using your instincts Uh, I'm not saying that you need to deviate between uh, well delineate between (laughs) who not um that's why I think I think it's best to be super observant encouraging but I feel like I feel like you shouldn't overdo it as well cuz you also want you also want to be genuine about it too. Right. In that regard. Well, I think that's yeah. more just like more about the instinct like just reading into things. For sure. And what else? I think that was it on my end as far as the whole national encouragement. National day. day. National day. (laughs) 48 minutes later. (laughs) So, another topic. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Always so good. It's like we can literally just come up with a word and then we'll talk for a good hour. Yeah, no, it was a very interesting talk. I mean, I went from talking about encouragement to health facts <laughs> to misnomers <laughs> about protein. <laughs> Coming after those protein people. For real, they're going to be like, they're like, yo, why are you talking about my protein? For? <laughs> why are you coming after my protein? <laughs> you know how I care about my protein, man. Yeah. But yeah. You don't need but, to fill your body with that um, much protein. Yeah, you really don't. I mean, it's it, it's too much. It's way too much. And See, the I sad part this, is that I've seen the like, aftermath. The aftermath of too much protein? Yeah, no, no, no. I've seen the aftermath of too much protein more than I really wanted to. So, yeah. It's not cool. Too Needless much protein to say. is not good. No, it's not. It's not. It's and, like and the sad every, part is everything that... Everything in moderation, though. It's like everything in moderation. For real. Like, why are you going to, like, amp it up? Like, doesn't matter if it's protein or whatever it is. Like, whatever the hot thing is of the day, it's like... Because now everyone's hyping oh. protein. Dude, don't get me started on the pre-workout shit. You ever seen those oh, pre-workouts? God. What is that shit called? Like, the BCEs or whatever the fuck? Yeah, the the whole like um they call it the BCAAs and those are just specifically the amino acids. Yeah. And supposedly they sell it to 
the public as take this is gonna it's gonna boost a lot of energy. It's going to protect you from all this other yada yada nonsense about how um, so you don't get so you get less sores um, after you work out. And it's all bullshit. that shit in my body it's like i'm already energized enough like if i go to the gym i'll be even more energized why do i need to fill my body with some bce shit no you don't need to not at all and there's another one too they also have a post-workout one that's so messed Um, up like pre pre post it really is and you should see some of the prices on some of this shit oh i know like it's astronomical it is crazy. Um, for the instance, let me pull this the whole up. Market. Yeah, no, I, I, I know I had this discussion before with someone who was asking me because they were like, oh, you know, I want to work out. I think it was one of my cousins. He DM'd me and he was like, Jazz, you know, I really want to really work out and stuff like that. I'm thinking of taking this. He sent me a picture of, um, what is it? It was a pre- and post workout supplement, and I'm like, no, save your thirty dollars, save your forty dollars on the post workout bullshit, save that fifty five dollars on the protein jar alone, and just take it back old school. You really don't need. You really don't need to pump up your body with any type of supplements or anything like that. In fact. Some some real um old school type of weightlifters, they would swear by taking like an ounce of like um espresso coffee. Like something right. strong. Because of the caffeine that's in it to jolt their their energy. And they swear by that. And there's still like people like bodybuilders that still do that like they swear by that type of mechanism to get their their energy source but this pre and post bullshit like it really needs to go away <laughs> it really i does. love espresso then, sorry no, to say, i really want to have espresso espresso is so good. it sounds so delicious right <laughs> it does like just have little shots. i don't know why i said you know what else is really good <laughs> you know what else is really good is like now it's like I don't want I don't do dairy like I really don't do dairy other than my like small bits of cheese here and there like very rarely but I yeah. like the uh the affogato when you have the espresso poured over the ice cream oh yeah I've seen that have you before ever, have you ever had that it's so good I've never had it my sister had it and she recommended it to me I don't know what the hell had I went to go and look for it but she already finished it, and I was just like, "Oh, damn. okay, we're gonna but... have we're gonna have to have dairy because we're gonna get that together." <laughs> That's gonna be one exception. <laughs> That'll be our exception. We'll go have affogato just because, like, we can't not have it. Although I could, I would wonder how it would taste if you did like, because you know how they have the dairy alternative ice creams now, like almond milk ice cream. Yeah, I had that before. It's, it's really like, good. Yeah. I've- I really don't fuck around with uh, dairy. Like, I don't do any dairy. I don't do any cow's milk. And I don't yeah, do I don't. a lot of, like, I don't do any yogurts or anything like that kind of cow. Like, if I have milk, yeah. it's going to be almond milk. And like I said, very rarely do I eat, like, dairy cheese. Because now I also start using this, like, follow your heart cheese. So they get at Whole Foods. Yeah, the type of cheese that... I now have is by 
what's the name of that group? But it's like for vegans. It's like this. It's not Daya. It's um. No, I don't like Daya. Go veggie. I like fo- oh, go veggie because I like the follow your heart. They have the smoked gouda, and I'll put that on those Impossible Burgers because I don't eat that much meat either. I'm more of a flexitarian. If anything, I eat a lot of fish, but I don't eat a lot of other meats. But I like the Impossible yeah. Burger. Have you ever had the Beyond Meat Burger? Yeah. Yeah, yeah speaking good. of speaking of protein, that's got a shit ton of protein in it, but it really does. <laughs> it really truly does. There's but really I like no that. Why nobody can go. Yeah, it's, yeah, like you don't it's need to add whole... extra protein. Now I really want to. Yeah, it's a whole programming. I really want espresso with ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Ash is gonna stay up and make that. <laughs> yeah, I will, or I'll have it first thing in the morning. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Well, as for usual, it's been a great show. It has. I know. That's how you're going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to have my dinner. I'm going to have Brussels. I think I want Brussels sprouts again. I'm like so addicted to Brussels sprouts. Dude, thank you for reminding me because I had to go. I'm going to have to go veggie shopping and get some Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. I can't get enough of them. I literally, like, get, like, five bags of them because I get the organic ones from Whole Foods. Like, the, just, like, yeah. the, three, the 365 brand or whatever. I literally get, like, four to five bags of those to, like, last me all week. And, like, the other night, I just had, like, a whole head of broccoli and then a whole bag of Brussels sprouts. You know what I'm so addicted to right now? Kale. Bro, I used I to hate kale. I don't like kale. I love kale. Oh, my God. <laughs> not into kale like i i love spinach like i like all the green shit oh, like, spinach, I like spinach i like spinach i like broccoli like i will eat it like crazy like i'll literally eat a whole head of broccoli i'll eat a whole thing of like brussels sprouts but like kale i just don't like kale like i found some kale chips i forgot the name of the brand of the company but i get it from from walmart and i kid you not like i dropped some on the floor and lucy was eating it Oh, no. I was just like, first of all, you're supposed to be eating this. And then, but then I thought about it. Her dog food has some kale in it, too. So it can't be that bad. Well, there you go. She'll be fine. So, But I was laughing to myself. I was like, oh, my God, this dog likes kale. (laughs) (laughs) She's, like, literally begging for kale. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, give me my kale, damn it. You know what is good? (laughs) You know what's really good, though, is, like, a kale avocado smoothie. That's how I like my kale. I like it in a smoothie with avocado. Yeah, I do that as well. Oh, dude, I just read something right now. Kale might be nutritious for humans, but keep it away from your dogs. Good thing I only gave Uh-oh. her a little bit because, yeah. Now you're going to have to wean her off of it. You're going to have to wean her off of it. Oh, she's not getting none of it. <laughs> it's already gone <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> but, Hide yeah, that kale. Um, Don't drop any more kale because Lucy can't have it. For real, No. Um, it's high, apparently it's high in calcium oxalate, and it causes health issues for them, including kidney and bladder stones. Yeah, she oh, ain't yeah. getting no more. No, no she more, good. She Lucy. good. <laughs> she had her yeah, little taste, good. and that's enough. Yeah, she got a little tease. That's all she's going to get. Yeah, no more. So speaking of which, before we close out, I do want to address, um, shout out to Tom and his family. Family who's yes. braving this storm. 
Yeah. Oh I don't my know god, dude. Saw. Like I feel I don't so know bad if for him. But he did I actually hit him up on Twitter and I'm just like I just wanted to check in and make sure you guys are still safe and everything's okay. And they did evacuate. So they evacuated and they're safe right now. Okay, thank God. Because I know like inland, especially in North Carolina, can get really low level. Yeah. And I know they get slammed with the yeah. walls. So well, yeah, I was thinking about it on and off all day and then I was like by four o'clock, five o'clock, I'm like, let me just send him a tweet just to see what's going on. Yeah. So as long as they're safe, I'm cool with that. I hope the rest of the state of North Carolina and them, I don't know who else is getting hit. I, I know it's like other adjacent states that that are also yeah. um, in the getting line impacted. of fire, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, so just want to send out all our prayers and Lots All the love. best to everyone over there. Yeah. That's yeah. like family, so. Really? Show enough. So, special shout out to everybody that's listening, all the new listeners to Soul Gab. And if you're not following us, make sure to do so. We're on do Twitter. Soul Gab. <laughs> For real. Fashion <laughs> Jazz. Instagram, Soul Gab with Ash and Jazz, and Facebook. Facebook. That's right. Same name. Same station. Same name. <laughs> same everything. For real, for real. For real, for real. Now I gotta play that song. Alexa, play FRFR by Wiz Khalifa. I can't find FRFR no. by Wiz Khalifa. What? Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, Alexa, we can't close out until we hear it. Alexa, play FRFR by Wiz Khalifa. FRFR, featuring Lil Skies by Wiz Khalifa from Spotify. There we go. Alexa, turn on lights. I didn't find a device named lights. Alexa, turn on side lamp. Okay. My niggas is real for real. I'm in the field for real. I'm buying my check for real. I'm buying my respect for real. I'm still waiting on that for video. real. Still waiting on what the FRFR video. I don't know. Wiz Khalifa keeps on pumping, mentioning it on his Insta. Yeah, because I remember you said in the last episode that, or was it the episode before? I think it was the episode before, but he was like mentioning it on. Now Lucy wants some kale. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy wants kale and Ash wants an espresso. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> for real, for real. I got another can of Pino. You got another one? Yeah, I got another one of those cans. Damn. It's kind of weird though drinking wine out of a can. It's not. It's like not like a beer. It's like drinking wine yeah, out of a insane. can. Yeah, Like, at what point does it become like grape juice <laughs> from a can? <laughs> it's actually not as bad as I was expecting. Because I was like, oh, it's gonna taste like aluminum or some shit, but it doesn't. Interesting. I don't know if I'm ready for I that experience. I don't know if I could do. I don't know if I could do red wine out of a can though. Yeah, I don't think I can. I, I need the whole darling experience with the whole glass. Yeah. All fancy. <laughs> I need to swirl it. I need to swirl it. 
swirl it in the glass. It's like the I need to sniff it. Of like, you need to pour it. You need to pour the thing in the glass. Yeah, I need the whole. I need the whole experience. Yeah, it's like okay, just pop open the open the can. <laughs> I mean, if I want to do that, I'd do that with a beer or something, like right. Now that I'm saying that, I drink beer, but <laughs> but that's like what it is. Synonymous with that. I went through a period where I was really into like craft beers, and now I'm like, no. This as I get old, as I get older, as I get older, I appreciate wine more. Like this is pumpkin ale that they usually have. Like a um, what's the name of that? You guys have Total Wine over there? No, we have Binnies. Do you have Binnies? Okay. Well, I no, we don't have that. But I would imagine it's something like Total Wine, where they sell. It's like a major distributor, and they sell like wines and all spirits. types of beers, all types you know of spirits. So funny? Yeah, how they call it spirits. I'm like, why is it called spirits? Well, you know why they call it spirits, right? Because <laughs> you make yourself like a spirit. Well, you make yourself susceptible to be to to be a channel for a spirit. Oh, so like yeah, because that makes sense. Because when you're like around alcohol. Yeah, because um, I remember one time I was hanging out with a girlfriend of mine, and she got inebriated, but she was very quiet. Started talking and stuff like that, and I'm still convinced she was channeling somebody because it wasn't like it wasn't her usual like her usual language, like her usual speech of yeah, like her. She was just telling me all these different things, and I'm like, how the hell? How the hell she knew all that? Like, that's weird. (laughs) So I'm convinced she must have channeled something because that's essentially where that whole root word of spirit came from. You know, that's yeah, why I associated it with that. And this was like back in the day when I was a child too, like before I even knew about like the spirits and all that. Yeah. The evolution oh, yeah. of spiritual the evolution of spiritual journey. <laughs> oh yeah, all these fun information, like these fun tidbits that you start to learn and you start to pick up, especially like, yeah. Especially now, like I'm learning all the root, the root like um, beginnings of different words and phrases that like certain words that we take into context. You know, they're like the average everyday word, and we don't even think about where does it come from. Like, what does it mean? What is it associated with? Um, yeah, and, and some some words have negative connotations like especially when it's a word that begins with con like contracts and uh right. what's another word context. um you context. have yeah context is another one you have congress <laughs> that's another <laughs> word so instead of progress <laughs> which is more like positive you got congress. right congress <laughs> That's some interesting shit. For real, we learn. You know what else is really? You know what else? We are learning. I always learn (laughs) with you. Like I know now. Oh, I'm I'm good because it's like I know. I I laugh a shit ton. I'm like, oh, good. Jazz says my heart is healthy. I only eat one meal a day, probably like a lot of the times, and I'm like, oh, good. I'm healthy. So, (laughs) keeping me. How did you know that? By the way, was that by was that by instinct? My or did you just do it because day? it was out of habit? Yeah. Uh, it was a little bit of both. It was instinct because I noticed how I felt. 
like after doing it for yeah. a couple of days and so it was like a mixture of instinct and then just out of habit because a lot of times like I I've never been a breakfast person so I've yeah. never really I've never really done a big breakfast even though like when I was going to school like my mom would make sure that I had something in my stomach even if it was just like a piece of toast or like a bowl of cereal or something like growing up but then when I got to college and like after college like adult life I just I never got hungry and there were so many times when I just wasn't even hungry at lunch I'm like this is weird like there must be something weird with me but I'm like well I'm just gonna roll with it because it's not like I'm passing out or like anything bad is happening health-wise I just feel good and I don't mind like only eating one meal a day and later like now lately it's like a lot of the times like if I do the podcast with you or like if I'm doing other things or like sometimes I don't even get around to eating dinner until nine or ten and for whatever reason that's okay by me like there's some nights when I do eat at eight but like usually like my dinner never happens before seven and during the day it's like I just don't get hungry so it's like I'm not gonna like I don't I'm not the type of person that's gonna like do something just because people tell me I should like just because people are like yeah why why are you not eating lunch or why are you not eating a 10 o'clock snack or why are you not hungry at three o'clock it's like I'm not, and I'm doing what's best for me or what I feel is good. Like, if I'm not hungry, I'm not going to force myself to eat. And I get a lot of shit because I am a small person, like, petite, and I've always <laughs> been that way. Like, not even just, like, height, but, like, body size and everything. Like, I've always been petite. I still can wear clothes yeah. from, like, yeah, it's just, like, I've never really changed size that much. And so it's, like, people already give me, like, shit just because. And this is something funny that happened just the other day. It was, like, this person is, like, I was drinking a glass of wine at this restaurant and they're like, oh, I could have sworn you're like a person's daughter. I'm like, <laughs> I'm 33 years old. But well, that's cool. <laughs> like, I'll take that. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant it as a compliment. You just look so young and youthful. I'm like, nope, I'm going to sit here and drink my wine. And I'm not, I'm not, some quiet, I'm not a child, but yeah, but I thought so. <laughs> No, that's yeah, awesome. Like, I, I was just listening that's to like somebody about that. That's the instinct and the uh, it's the instinct along with this habit. Yeah, yeah. And because somebody based, had mentioned that based on it's instinct based on what feels good for me. And that's where and that's one of the reasons why again I didn't I didn't go into the whole nutritional arena kind of a thing because everybody's different and the best way how to gauge. You know, how you feel with regards to food and stuff like that. One, if you're, you know, you're in a happy, stable type of mental state where you can distinguish, okay, what's, what's healthy, what's not. And two, are you using your instinct so that you become intuitive as far as what you put in your body for fuel? Right. Well, also, it's like there's seasons too, right? Because I've noticed like there'll be like, yeah. there are a couple of months when I was like, all about like broccoli and then I got really into Brussels sprouts so it's like a lot of times like I eat same thing just like how I had that whole conversation about snoop and salad like I was really big into just like lettuce and avocado and maybe some tuna but then it's like I kind of got off of that and now I'm back to like my no lunch or like like a light lunch like salad was light but it's like I went through these I go through these phases and I always notice this about myself where like I'll be really heavy into something and then I'm like I do it like like non-stop and then it's like okay then I move on to the next thing and that's how I am with music too (laughs) yeah absolutely 
I'll listen to something like on repeat or like I'll listen to an album on repeat. Just like how Brian and I are always like passing random music back and forth. It's like, <laughs> I'll listen to something and then I move on to the next thing. And I've noticed that lately, like every single day, like these past couple of days, it's like I have a song that I listen to on repeat the whole day. And then like the next day rolls around and I find something new that I want to listen to nonstop. And same it's thing good with to food. change it up. Same thing you with have food. to change it up. And same thing yeah. with like gym life. Like I don't go to the gym like, for a while there. I was doing cardio every single day, like elliptical or some shit like that. But now I'm like, I just, I'm not feeling it. Like I just don't go to the gym. Cause what I do is I walk everywhere and then I dance like in my apartment as I'm doing shit. Like I'll just dance yeah. around. So it's like, I'm getting cardio in the sense that I'm walking cause I'm in a city. And even though I Uber or a cab, like I'm still walking a crap ton cause I check my Fitbit and I see that I get like 10,000 steps or what have you. And so it's like, I know I'm doing cardio, but there was a time when I actually liked the routine of going to the gym like I would mix it up and sometimes I'd go at five in the morning sometimes I would go at nine o'clock at night I would mix it up but now it's like I'm just I'm not in that flow right now so it's also knowing that everything has a season and we're going to be going through different seasons absolutely yeah I'm a big proponent in that you have to change it up I mean yeah I'm not saying you know and again stay it, out just of the gym to blah, blah, blah. it just it goes back to instinct too like maybe like next week or next month I might be like you know what Jazz I'm going to start going back to the gym and I have a gym right in my apartment it's not like I'm I don't have it at my fingertips I'm blessed that I have a gym right down in my apartment like right in my uh, basement with my laundry like that's all in my apartment complex but it's like I still don't feel like I don't feel like I'm lazy like I have it down there but I'm like it's just not calling me right now absolutely yeah you have to respond what you want consciously and, and same thing if, with coffee if that means that skipping the gym yeah yeah same, same thing. thing with coffee it's really it's like yeah and then even like now it's like i'm all about pinot like i'm just like i love pinot grigio right now and it's like there'll be times when i'm like oh i don't want to even drink wine or there'll be times when i'm more into the red wine or there'll be times when i'm just like completely like straight and not having anything Absolutely. About 12 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> what? 12 minutes what? 12 minutes ago we finished the show. No, this is funny because so... we get into this like, we get into like all of these offshoot like conversations and we're like, yeah, yeah we're done, but no, nah, not really. Because <laughs> we're like, what? We're still recording. This show's not done. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's what happens. We were like, oh yeah, we'll play FRFR and then we'll wrap up. And then no, we'll just get on these tangents. <laughs> Gotta love tangents. Tangents are the spice to life. You know, also, I was thinking of like that word. What's that word? We were talking about words and how words come from certain places. You know what I was really yeah. into was the whole idea of the ox. Is that what they're called? Oxymorons? Or what's that word? It's like really crazy. It's like the escalator because it's like it's going up, like escalate means going up, but escalators can go down. What's that phrase? Is that oxymoron? Like one thing like a paradox? Right. Is it a paradox? Like it contradicts? Yeah, something like that. But there's a weird word, like there's a weird way of describing it. I wonder if it's oxymoron. There's another word. Oxymoron. I used to get a kick out is of that it, shit. Is it idiosyncrasies? No, I think it's oxymoron. Yeah, examples of oxymorons. 
alone together, defining silence, clearly confused, living dead, original copy, passive aggressive, open secret, <laughs> big, <laughs> big baby. It's like two words that contradict each other. Yeah, it's two words that contradict each other. Liquid gas. Seriously funny. <laughs> <laughs> Dead serious. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Cruel kindness. How the heck is cruel kindness? That doesn't even go. Yeah, that doesn't even so go. It's kind, of, it's kind of like a paradox. It's kind of like an oxymoron. Oh, man, that's funny. It is a statement that appears to be self-contradictory or silly. I love how this dictionary thing is telling me that it's silly. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's from the Greek word paradoxin. Ah, paradox. Okay, here's the difference. That was my favorite word. Are are oxymorons paradoxes? While paradox is a statement or a group of statements, oxymoron is a combination of two contradictory terms. Paradox is apparently a true statement, leads to a situation that defies intuition. Paradox consists of a whole sentence. Oxymoron, on the other hand, is only two words that contradict itself. I like paradox. Yeah, I like both. It's so cool. I love learning these things. I like these things. I like paradoxes and oxymorons. I like paradoxes and oxymorons. Seriously, we're like nerds. But we're like the cool nerds. Yeah. Like the nerds you actually hang out with. (laughs) (laughs) The nerds that you... Define the song that I was listening to today. What kind of song was it? It was called Guap by 3P. It's like this Brooklyn, I think it's a Brooklyn hip hop artist. Hmm. Where did these people come from? Or maybe they're Toronto because they got Canadian bills on the album cover. I might be mixing them up with someone else. Let's see. 3P. They only have like five songs, which is sad. I hate when I find like I like finding people that are no, no one knows about, but then they don't have enough songs. Yeah, they only have twenty two sixty five monthly listeners. Three Pete, let's Google them. Gotta get that narrow. <laughs> you should have seen me. I was like literally, I was literally dancing to the song, and people were staring at me. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Such a good song. Gotta get that narrow. Gotta get that quiet. Is it P-E-A-T? Yeah, three, like the number three. Oh, like Damn. repeat. Okay. Yeah. God dang it, now I can't find the artist. I saw them on Insta. Let's find them. Repeat. Repeat music. Winnipeg. They must be Canadian. Winnipeg is yeah, Canadian, that's... right? Winnipeg, yeah, it's definitely Canada. Winnipeg, Winnipeg-based hip-hop trifecta. I lost track of how many last times I've listened to this. <laughs> that's when you know it's a good song. No, I literally have been listening to it on nonstop all day. Like, on and off. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, I need to get on that. That's such a good song. <laughs> gotta get that narrow. So, do you ready to close it out for the evening? <laughs> yeah, before we get off on another, another tangent. Yeah. <laughs> all right guys thank you for tuning in and we will be back on saturday with episode number 30 3p (laughs) for show